Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit. I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. I am PK. <laughs> I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You wanna be where you can see Our troubles are all the same this theme song makes me irrationally happy. I, you know, it, it, it was like such a staple, I yeah. think, of our lives. I, I, miss, I miss Rebecca and Sam. There, I mean, there's Cliff. really, there's nothing like it no. on TV anymore. Gone um, are those days of those like real iconic. Yeah. I feel like, because everything is very instrumental now. Right. You know, like. Like the Westworld theme is great, but it's that wah. It's very. It, it's 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 not the kind of thing that. Well, for me, it sticks in my head, yeah. and I'll walk around humming it to myself as my personal soundtrack. But it's not it's not a universal sort of like. No, it's not a toe tapper. It's not, it's not a thing that makes you go, you know, hey Arnold, <laughs> like you would do, hey Norm or right. Cliffy, you know. But there's no. I we're just. I guess we're just that jaded and cynical that our tv isn't just like hanging out at the neighborhood bar for some laughs anymore yeah i don't know i i feel like huh. with with few exceptions gone or that sort of I, th- that's not true there are still some like pretty good situational comedies out there i still really enjoy shows like new girl mm-hmm. um i think it has a really good supporting cast so there are still some out there but i don't know cheers was cheers was unique have you ever been to boston to cheers i've been to boston and i've been in front of cheers yeah so i never actually got into cheers so unless my memory is completely wrong um, I don't think inside of Cheers is Cheers. I think no, the, it's the just bar, the sign. Yeah, right. It's the 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 front apparently is, is taken for the show. Um, but uh, it's my understanding the bar is is yeah. radically different inside. Yeah, it was it was kind of it was kind of heartbreaking <laughs> <laughs> when I went because I was like, oh, Cheers, yes, illusion is ruined, Leroyne. <laughs> so here we are. Anyway, geek stuff episode four hundred and thirty six. We're calling this one Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Because it's a, it is a new year. It is 2017. Wow. You may notice that Big Kev is not with us this evening. He has uh, other things going on this evening. So he was unable to attend. Look, life pops up sometimes. It happens. It happens it to happens. all of us. We're to here. the best of us. Of course. We, we continue carrying the torch. The show must go on. Right. Right. This I do correct. most of the work anyway. 
No, that's not true. To please, please, Big Kev, don't. I'll get a text later. No, the truth is, PK does most of the work. To be quite honest with you, I'm at the point in this show where I I show up. Well, to be, to be honest with you, there's only 900 sound bites I got to try to pull. All our sound bites are are years old at this point. Like yes. there's so many new wonderful things to pull. Uh, Kev's on me to pull some stuff from Rick and Morty, which I'm dying to grab. Oh my and God, I need to just this. This is uh, I. I started. Uh, bullet journaling, right? As part of my 2017 uh, organizing my thoughts and all, that. and it's it's primarily to keep me focused with my magic studies. Um, but it's also it's just a neat, and I'm not going to get into the the ins and outs of bullet journaling. Journaling, it is so confusing and convoluted to just talk about. I'm confused podcast. already. Just look up bullet journaling and sure. see if it's for you. It's it's a very cool method for for using handwritten blank journals okay. uh, to keep track of things and uh, and whatnot, and you cater it to yourself, and it's a really cool premise. I- um, but, uh, yeah, I have, I have a page now in my bullet journal devoted to yeah. shit I got to do for geek stuff Nice uh, to keep organized and, uh, we'll be a little bit more on top of that in 2017. I think journals are the greatest scam, um, in, in, in the world. <laughs> it's paper. How is it a scam? I, and I'll tell you why. Cause through the years I have purchased, I, I couldn't even two dozen different journals, right? Cool leather bound ones that I got the Ren Fair and like oh, yeah. the- Star Wars ones and like themed ones. You are speaking one. my language yeah, fully at like, the moment. Yes, journals, they are the best thing ever. I will write my epic everything yeah. in these wonderful blank slates of beautiful yeah. pagery. If I manage to write a single character on page <laughs> one before it ends up in a box, I think I'm lucky. Yeah, I I, ha- I literally have a collection of journals and they, uh, they boy, they have a great start to them. Sure. I leaf through them every now and then and there's, there's like three, four, sometimes five pages of really <laughs> good shit and then they're blank. And then they're blank. And the other, the other kick I get out of journaling or looking into old journals is there'll be like a date like, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, September 1st, uh, 1999. Right. And then there'll be a, a run of, of entries, you know, September 2nd, 1999, September 3rd, 1999, and all these things. But I'm going to go do this stuff. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do it, do it, do it, do it, do these things. And then the next entry is like October 15th, 2013. <laughs> and and there's – and every one of these instances, there's acknowledgement. Well, I got to make better use of these journals yeah. and this – oh, well, here's to going forward with these entries. And then the next entry after that is uh, July 17th, 2016, for Christ's sake. So, well, yeah, where I, did I, I leave off? I yeah. feel you on the journal front. Yeah. Um, but the, the bullet journaling is a, is a little bit more uh, focused and it kind of makes the journal a little bit more – my problem with journals is I'll, I'll start filling in under a certain theme and then I – I'm a Libra. Right. So I get distracted and, and onto the next shiny thing. So right. the theme that I was into at that moment in time, I don't give a shit about anymore. So it's like, but now this is the theme of, of X and now I'm into Y. I can't, I can't make this a Y journal. Now. Sure. You can't cross pollinate no, your journals. No, you can't do that. Bad so, things will happen. So the bullet, bullet journals help you keep track of things. And there's an indexing and stuff that make this. So you can look at the front page and go, yeah. Oh, here's that shit about that stuff. I think uh, the most use I ever got out of journal, a journal, there was one particular one that I had that was my gaming journal. Oh, yeah. That I used for years when I played RPGs. Those are fun to revisit, too. You know, and I, I would character notes, spells, yep. die rolls. And I used the same journal for different games. And I, you know, I had bookmarks and shit in there. Right. Oh, this is the D&D. This is the riffs section of the journal. This is the vampire section. That one particular journal, which is in this house somewhere, <laughs> um, I did probably use Almost all the pages, but every other journal since then, pshaw. I had a point to all this, 
And and what where, where was I going with the bullet I, journal I thing? Don't, I don't remember. Oh, shit. I don't know. We were talking about Cheers. I don't know. We were talking about organizing, organizing. Big so, Kev yeah. not here. I don't know. Uh, the thread's gone. The new year. I don't know. But um, speaking of gaming, though, um, I shared something with you and, and Big Kevin. I don't know if you've had a chance. To, I haven't had the to chance to, to view yet, but I, I I plan to very soon. Okay. It looks great. So we're not going to talk about it this week then, but check out Harmon Quest. Mm-hmm. For those of you who are listening, check out Harmon Quest. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, check it out. If you've seen it already, call in. Give us some thoughts on uh, on it. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Was it funny to you? Um, if you want to give us a call at that GVM line, you can do so. Uh, it's going to be 201-730-BKGS, also known as 2547. Yes, that number is up and running. We do have a few voicemails we'll get to tonight. But uh, definitely check out Harmon Quest. It is Knights of the Dinner Table in real Films, life. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Is, it looks great. It it's it really, really looks, funny. It looks right up my alley. Um, uh, quick no- voicemails, by the way. Yeah. Sound much better. Yes. In this, in whatever, we're using a, a, a Google now? We're no? using Google Voice now yeah. for our voicemails. The, the quality is is a little bit more crisp. That's because that, that random company that was either out of India or Canada, depending on where you called. Can India? Uh, exactly. Um, I think, I, somehow we flew under the radar for years with that company, because I think we were supposed to be paying <laughs> for that service. I don't know what, Shh, don't I go, don't know what happened. Don't make them try to back, no. back but uh, but yeah, I, I've been pretty happy. Although we still have to get a recorded message on there. But just know that if you leave a message, it does go through, and uh, you will get on the show. We do have a few we're going to play tonight. Yes. Um, quickly though, uh, actually before we get into one of those voicemails, we'll tie all this together shortly. Um, we open the show with cheers because Woody Harrelson. Yep. Is in the news. I like Woody Harrelson. I love Woody Harrelson. I'm not sure I feel about Woody Harrelson in this movie. Only because. I- I, I, I just I've never imagined, and I mean everybody's got to have a mentor, especially anybody of of any great skill. Uh, as Han Solo is one to be known for having great smuggler skills, right? Um, not so known for talking himself out of trouble. No, <laughs> I do every time. Um, but it's it's weird to 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 think of him having a mentor, and that's what uh, Woody Harrelson's going to be is Han Solo's mentor, and that's that's a weird, well. S- that's just a weird phrase to be Han Solo's mentor. You I, know, I, I, <laughs> when you think about it, right, before anybody becomes a top-rated smuggler, you would think that they have to have some – he had to have – Probably whoever ship he was on that's before what I he mean. got his he own. He must have been a crew member yeah. on someone's ship. I'm guessing he, you know, didn't make a deal with Kanji Club or Woody Harrelson <laughs> and somehow – Got out of that deal, right? And ended up being a smuggler. I mean, I mean, I guess, I guess the great Captain Malcolm Reynolds uh, was went from war to smuggling, so he didn't really have a mentor. But right, but I think in general, there's got to be someone that probably influenced him um, that is not his parents, right? Is what I'm thinking. Um, but I don't know. Woody Harrelson is, I don't know. I love Woody Harrelson. I really do. It just, I have a hard time like dissociating him with. Even in his more serious roles, he's still always kind of goofy to me. <laughs> I, I guess uh, he. I mean, he's done some really impressive stuff over the years. I, what, what you know, what turned the corner for him with me, uh, and and I don't know if you watched the show or not, but what pulled him out of that mold of of the goofy bartender in Cheers uh, and his other myriad goofy roles since then uh, was uh, a True Detective. I didn't see True Detective. He is fan fucking tastic yeah. in that show, um, and and a. a 
quite a great departure from what he's most commonly known right. for. It's a, it's a very dramatic role, and he he is outstanding. Absolutely, the whole show is absolutely phenomenal, sure. and I and I, I definitely recommend. I haven't seen season two yet, and I hear mixed things about it. But that first season, well, he's ooh. not in season two, right? No, it's, it's, um, they're each season. Is, it's like American it, Horror Story. Yeah, it's kind of its own standalone yeah. sort of thing. I don't know how they link, if they link at all. Right. Um, when I eventually get around to season two, I'll determine that. But. Um. Yeah. That that first season standalone, and it's and it's worth visiting. But both of them are, are uh, him and uh, and McConaughey are are tremendous. Uh, the whole show is tremendous. Um. So that kind of turned the corner for me. But but I've always loved him, and he's uh, uh his his turn as uh as good old shoe and wag the dog yeah. is a am- yeah. is amazing. Uh, he is Zombieland is. Uh, iconic at this point. Sure, uh, he's phenomenal. In that, I even so. liked him in the Hunger Games. The I saw Hunger the first Games, two. He's terrific yeah. in the Hunger Games, and uh, and embodied that. I, I, when I heard of his casting, I didn't quite picture him there, but he embodied that character beautifully. Sure. Uh, and I've only seen the first one, so I don't know how it progresses from there, but I imagine it's the same uh, throughout the run. But uh, yeah, I. I I'm all for giving him the shot. You know, I, you know my mantra ever since the Heath Ledger right. incident. Right, give him a chance. I, I give every casting thing a shot unless it involves Olivia Munn or Channing Tatum. Right. Uh, but uh, so I, I'm, I'm open-minded I, towards it. I'm just – it's it was it's something that struck me weird, the Han Solo's mentor thing. I have to get used to that and prepare for that. You know, you have to be careful with that too because mentor I think is being used by the writer of the article. Right. And, and not he could by simply the just be the script. The captain yeah. of the ship that Correct. solos on, yeah. you know, and that he uh, you know, he learns his tricks of the trade from, you know, but but as far as like actual mentor as we would know yeah. it like a like a Yoda or an Obi-Wan figure. Right. I don't think it's going to be to that Cause, extent. Cuz Han Solo didn't wake up a smuggler. No. Yeah, you know, he he had to go through some some things. Um, well, you brought up Obi-Wan, so we'll get to that now. Um, I know you don't watch Rebels. Uh, no, I, I, I do. Okay. It's, it's such a slow going thing because right. I, I, I just, I, I put it on at times when I, where I just really can't focus on it. Okay. Um, but I love what I've seen so far, but it's, it's only been a handful of episodes. Okay. So I, I am watching Rebels and I, and I'm, I'm getting behind it. Um, I just, uh. I know they just popped out a trailer. They T- did. Tell me he shows up in the trailer. Obi-Wan is in the trailer. So, uh, Voiced by McGregor? Oh, you know what? I didn't even bother to look who's doing the voice, to that be honest been, with you. You know what? That would have been big news if he was recording yeah. that, though. But, but, unless it's a surprise. Unless it's a surprise. Kept close to because the I think it was two episodes before the season finale. They allude to Obi-Wan. Okay. Um, uh, Maul and Ezra uh, open up a Sith holocron at the same time. And um, at the mm. time, they both have a vision of Tatooine. And Maul's quote is, I can't believe he's still alive. Uh. And Ezra's quote is, I forget what Ezra's is. But everybody Man. was like, he's got to be talking about, he's got to be talking about Obi-Wan. And the, what they show in the trailer is, is Maul walking up behind old man Obi-Wan oh. on Tatooine. And Fuck. Obi-Wan ignites the saber. And that's it. And it's like, oh. See, that, that's great and all. But my, my dream is yeah. still g- giving Ewan his own goddamn movie now that we're into these these side stories but and Star Wars though? stories and all that. All and, of those and things that's, are still – That's where I want to see a big final showdown between him and Maul because Ray Park is still in, in shape to come back to that role yeah, one last time and, but, and give him the legs, the CGI legs but and with shit. The, with, ah. the, with the introduction of Maul on Rebels, that threw that out the window anyway because that transition movie would have to be – a younger version of where Obi-Wan is during the Rebels timeline. Where's the Rebels timeline take place? It's, it takes, it's, only, it's a few years it behind. It takes a few years prior to Rogue One. Okay. 
So he, so Obi Wan is already aged, eh, he's and up there and well, and and on Tatooine at that point, and Maul has now been on Rebels for the past season. So, you know, it's it's you know, mm. and we have a young Leia on Rebels. So I I think if they're going to do an Obi Wan movie, which I suspect they will do an Obi Wan movie at some point, I, I think it's going to happen. It's just a no brainer um, at this point it would have to be a younger version of where Obi-Wan is on that show. And with Maul on that show already, that wouldn't make much sense. That being said, I cannot wait to see Obi-Wan and, and, and Maul interact in any capacity. You've just given me the push to, to move on this. And there's what this is, this, they are currently in or about to go into their third or fourth season. They're going, they're mid season three. Oh, so Obi-Wan's coming in the second half of in the this second half season. of this season gotcha. so what they released okay. today was the mid-season trailer so gotcha. he's not in the next episode we know the next episode when they come back from break is actually saw Guerrera. okay um and it introduces him into the season on the show right um so obi-wan is probably a couple episodes down the line but i would guess not very far down the line because maul's story is pretty important right now and following with Ed- ezra's story gotcha so uh but the trailer shows some other great stuff it does show saw Gerrera in the trailer we see more of uh sabine and the mandos and the clan that she's part of um but yeah man rebels is one of my favorite shows i i absolutely love it you've given me the push sir i need to uh i need to get on top of that uh now, now that i know that uh, my uh, my favorite is is showing up that's awesome um we're gonna talk a little bit about rogue one real quick you sure why we have uh, a voicemail and you have a story so uh, i do you could pick which one you want to do first first of all uh we need to discuss the the abysmal failure that is rogue one, oh i know which I is know. Uh, now over 800 million dollars 817 million as of yesterday's box office number so that includes yesterday's numbers and it hasn't opened in china yet it's going to open in china friday and early predictions say that it'll break a billion within a week <laughs> So yeah, no, it's a failure, and that and that and those and those and those boycotters did a good job. I, I've said this time and again on Twitter. There, in in these times in 2016, there are a few things I feel that are more toothless in protest than boycotts. Yeah, they're they're pointless. Uh, they're, uh, you're just you're just looking silly. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it nine times out of ten, all you end up doing. Although I think this is with many protests, but nine times out of ten, I think what you end up doing is you just. You just invigorate yeah. more people to see it. And we you, don't, s- you do more harm to your cause. Yeah. And we've, we've seen it time and again on all sides. Going, going back to you know, as early as uh, uh, The Last Temptation of Christ, yeah. uh, everybody, you know, the, the, the uh, religious folks lost their minds over that, protested, picketed, and drew a whole bunch of attention to a movie that probably would have flown under the radar. Yeah. Same for uh, Gibson's uh, Christ snuff film that he put right. out. If, if you ever heard Kevin Smith talk about dogma, he says the best thing that ever happened to dogma were, yeah. were the protests. Yep. You ever heard him talk? You ever tell that story where he showed up to one of the protests and protested yeah. his own movie? Yep, yep, yep. Because they didn't know it was him. I mean, it's, but it's true. It's amazing. You just draw attention to something. Um, I mean, not that anybody was unaware of Rogue One. They, oh, yeah, no. We, no one was. But I think what happens but you, is. You bring those, the vindictiveness well, now to the is. fandom. The fandom is like, no, no, we're going to go six times now yep. instead of four. And, and I've, <laughs> I've had my second go at right. it. Uh, uh, this week with uh, with my wife, as which yeah. was planned, but uh, but it, it, it could have gone by the wayside. Sure. But both of us had a determination, like we're going to give more money to this fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've I've saw a bunch of videos in the last couple of days. 
some girl who was so annoying. I can't remember her name, but it was, you know, the top 10 things that was wrong oh, with she, Rogue I One. Oh, I just and, tweeted about her today. And she's the one that... Jenny something. Yeah. Uh, Jenny Nicholson. And she talks about how, like, the 10... Something about Vader and no one would know who he is. He's a robot. But, what, what turned me off immediately was the title of it was The 10 Worst Reasons You Like Rogue One. Yeah. And I immediately turned, tuned right out and said, fuck you. This is your problem with Rogue One. Right. It has nothing to do with my experience or anyone else's experience and, but yours. Cut this shit out. And this, I gave that's her, not criticism. That's being a smug fucking pain in the ass. I gave her about two minutes because I was genuinely curious. It's like a 40-minute breakdown. Uh, it's like 25 minutes long. And I was like, first of all, who does 25-minute videos on YouTube anymore? If it's le- if it's not like three or four minutes tops, you're, you're done. There's no attention span for um, that. We're and, lucky we get our listeners with an hour and, and change show here. And I Come get on. it. If you don't like the movie, that's fine. If you don't like the movie, you're absolutely entitled to that opinion. But when you approach it from that angle, that, it's combative. That, it, it's There's combative. There's nothing constructive about exactly. it whatsoever. Yeah. Nothing. So, so seek it out, I guess, if you hate yourself, but but don't really seek don't it out. Seek don't, it out. Don't, don't give her the clicks. clicks. Yeah. Don't give her the clicks. You know you're gonna it's gonna be it's gonna piss you off. So <laughs> listen to us be angry about it. Instead. Exactly. Um, so what do you want to do? You want to tell your story or play that voicemail? Uh, your call. I don't know. Well, let's play the voicemail. Sure. All right. Uh, let's, let's, uh, here he is. Hey guys, it's your old pal Anthony Helmer on Instagram calling with my thoughts and review on Rogue One. A Star Wars story. Saw it on the 15th and wanted to report in that uh, I loved it. I wanted to be objective. I thought that the beginning was a little bit jarring. I started observing the cinematography, which is outstanding. Uh, I thought that the performances were a little stiff, and uh, the beginning was a bit all over the place in terms of pacing. But once you get past the first, like, 45 minutes to an hour... You are fully engrossed, and I tried not to let the fanboy seep in, but I, I just could not resist. And those final moments before the credits are sheer. They will have you putting your hands on your head and screaming, holy shit. Or maybe that's just me. But anyway, just wanted to give you my thoughts. Hope you guys have a happy holiday. Wanted to thank you again for stopping by in my booth at New Jersey Comic Expo, and hope to give you a shout next time I'm out there. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Now that's how you do it. Right. Anthony got that in in a minute's time. There you go. And that was a good it was a good review. I mean, I don't I don't think it took me 45 minutes to get fully engrossed. That first 25 minutes or so, I was a little I was a little jarred. I'll give him that. But mm. but uh but that's a good review. He had some criticisms. He liked it overall. Yeah. Good for him. It's a, and, and I like how we got the Anthony dot Helmer in there cuz I always leave the dot out. My uh, apologies to the dot, sir. Anthony dot don't forget the dot. I know. Don't diss the dot. Uh, well. But, Anyhow, uh, yeah, I uh, as I said before, I went in for my my second go right. uh, this past Monday, uh, and I went with the wife, uh, and she she had the um, uh, the smarts or just just the the general you know, the own business busyness of her life steered her away from it, but she saw no press about it. Um, I, I don't think this is spoiler territory regarding the resurrected character, quote unquote. No, um, we talked about it last we, week. We, we, we talked about butchered it, it last week uh, so. openly, but, yeah. but, uh, since we're not, I, yeah. th- this isn't under like a spoiler thing. I don't think it's a spoiler. And to be honest, if you haven't seen the film, you're kind of well served to know he's there anyway. Right. Uh, because honestly it, it could take you out of it. Sure. Uh, in the moment. So she had no idea that, that Tarkin was in this film. Right. She had no idea that they recreated him digitally in CGI. She knew nothing about it. Uh, going into this movie, uh, all she knew was the general time frame where it took place and didn't know what kind of characters we were going to see. Um, so Cushing shows up 
and we're watching the film and I, and she, the, the hand kind of comes up with that, that confused finger point, like what? Uh, and she's, she's got this, this look like, like doesn't quite get it. Right. And I'm, I'm just watching her and she finally like breaks down and leans into me. She goes, how the hell old is that guy? <laughs> and I, and I chuckled to myself and I, and I leaned to her and I go, um, dead. And which kind of made her a little bit more confused. And she's like, I, I don't, I'm like, yeah, that's Peter Cushing. He died in 1994. Yeah. They, he's totally CGI. Yeah, that- and, and then she was, she looks back at the screen, looks back at me and her jaw is just to the floor. And she's like, that's unbelievable. Yeah, man. They killed it. She was blown away by it. And, and criticisms be damned, man. Watching it the second time around, I was, I was watching even more intently. He is beautifully recreated. I, I agree. Are, is it, is it sheer perfection? Yeah. Of course not. No. no. But for, for the purpose of telling this story, for the purpose of, of uh, connecting this film to New Hope, and, and, and in fact, being right on top of New Hope, I, I think it would have been more jarring to have a different actor in there. I agree. Uh, I think this connects those threads very well. I think they did a really great job. They were very tasteful with it. It was, I'm, I was happy to see him with good screen time as opposed to just like a little nod in the sure. background somewhere. He was present and I thought that was great. Um, and then her, her reaction was, was just sealed it for me that she was, she didn't know to expect it and was, was so confused by it that she wasn't sure that Peter Cushing was dead <laughs> since 1994. Right. Long time. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's, um, it was a lot of fun seeing that. She loved it. Great. When, when all was said and done, like she, the credits were rolling and she was kind of sitting there a, l- a little breathless and, uh, and, um, you know, I finally, you know, I let it go for a little bit. I'm like, well, what'd you think? She's like, that was really good. <laughs> it was, was really good. So I, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy with this film. I criticisms and complaints be damned. You know, clearly I, a I, lot of people are really happy. I know. With this I know I'm happy with it. Yep. And, uh, and she was thrilled as well. So, uh, and, and the representation <laughs> makes me happy. Um, Diego Luno, Diego Luna, excuse Luna, me. Yeah. Uh, posted a story from uh, uh, from someone who saw the film, brought his father. I, I, re- I read it, that retweeted story. Retweeted it. Yeah. Uh, very, very nice story. Seek it out. Uh, it's, I think it's in Diego Luna's tweet stream. But long story short, a, uh, a, a grandson brought his grandfather, Mexican grandfather, uh, who um, was was thrilled, you know, was not expecting the representation, not expecting to see a hero, a lead hero in the film right. with an accent just like his. And uh, and I, I think that stuff is great. Sure. And, um, I, and, yeah. and I... I, I've said this before, and people are like, yeah, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. But it's just me, and, and maybe it's just me, and, and especially when it comes to Star Wars. But like when when they first announced Jyn Erso was the lead in this, right? Mm-hmm. And all you remember all that hub of, oh my god, another female. Like with all of those characters, not once did I think oh, a Mexican or oh, another no. female lead. Like they, I just looked they at the were, characters and I was like, "That's great!" I, they were I just want to see that character. Right? Yeah. They were they were Star Wars characters, and uh, and there wasn't. It's you really can't pin down an, an, a full blown lead in this. I mean, no, probably. You know, Jin is the closest Jin, thing. Jin is the closest thing to it, but she's still part of of what I think is an ensemble. With her and I don't one. think she's the best part of the movie. I no. actually think she's one of the weakest links in the movie. To be honest with you, she's uh, yeah. but she is probably unofficially the lead but right, still who right. cares i the think movie Diego, opens with her story yeah. and, and 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 like it focuses on the urso family story right. and and her connection to the to the uh to her her father and his place in the universe um 
you know, but, uh, but as far as the telling of the story, she doesn't really serve to me so much as, as the lead character that once, once that group is assembled, you are, you are part of them as a, as a group at that point. And I don't, I don't think there's really, there's really no one above the other, uh, amongst the, uh, amongst the team. Right. All right. I think we can move past Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, I suppose we can do that. Doctor Strange, another little movie that could. Yes. Um, he has been confirmed to appear in Thor Ragnarok. I'm not entirely surprised by that. After seeing the stinger at the end of Doctor Strange, nope. I kind of thought we would see him in some capacity, Completely whether it be it. big or small. I mean, the actual description, um, uh, Thor Ragnarok in November brings together Thor the Hulk and Doctor Strange to face off against the inter- intergalactic baddies, both familiar and new. Mm-hmm. Leads me to believe that his role is not going to be minor, but but it will certainly be uh, – I mean, he's not going to be the lead. I don't think he's going to be as prevalent as the Hulk, but no, I, I it, think he's going to be pretty significant. It, it'll be Thor's movie, and they'll, they'll, be, they'll be present. I don't know that it'll be a, a level of presence um, the way the other heroes uh, almost made Civil War a, an Avengers movie versus a Captain America movie. Um, I, I don't – I think – I think the focus will still be on Thor's story, especially they, they kind of want to focus on him since he's sure. been uh, he's been kind of by the wayside for uh, for a couple films now. So I think the larger focus will be on him, uh, and I think we'll have we'll probably have decent length, comfortable right. nods to uh, to the other two characters. Uh, I'm, I'm potentially more of a focus on Hulk than uh, than Strange because uh, I imagine they're probably looking to set up whatever they're going to do with the Hulk next, right? Uh, through Ragnarok. So yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see see where they go. I, I I'm leery of 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 them going like Civil War. A lot of complaints with Civil War came from well, it was, it was just another Avengers movie. It was it was overloaded with too many right uh, too many familiar hero characters versus focusing on Captain America when it's his film. Um, so I'm I'm hoping they they start to pull back maybe a little bit from that and and let these characters solo films be a little more solo for those characters versus how many cameos we can squeeze in there from the rest of the team. But you know what? And this is, I think this is a little bit different than civil war. Civil war really was uh, Avengers three for all intents and purposes. I mean, you call it a cat movie, but whatever it was, but this, I think as long as it propels the stories of those other characters further, like, is this setting up world war Hulk? Right. What does it mean for Hulk's future outside of Thor? I think that's important. And I've said this before a hundred times um, that I think that Dr. Strange is often at his best when he's interacting with other members of the Marvel universe. Oh yeah. I'm excited to see him wrap his head around the Hulk. Oh yeah. See, I think Asgard he'll be okay with to a certain degree with, with the experience that he's had exactly. so far, uh, Asgard's in, a, dr- you know, Dr. Strange that's not himself. Asgard's a, a, a pop, yeah. skip and a jump. But, but the it. Hulk, I think, I think the physical presence of the Hulk and the, the actual science behind the Hulk, I think that might throw him. And I, th- I think that'd be funny and yeah. interesting. So I'm interested in that. Um, rather than move away from Marvel, we have another voicemail that yep. deals with Marvel. You want to do that now? Yeah, let's, uh, right. let us do that. That's going to be this guy over here. Hi guys. It's, Tom Groves on a, at on a box on Twitter. Um, I watch a lot of Netflix lately. Watching, I've uh, been binge watching Star Trek: The Next Generation, and one of the advertisements that they put up for, was for Jessica Jones, and it got me thinking. Um, pretty sure that Jessica Jones is going to have her second season sometime this year. So my question is. What do you think the Marvel lineup is going to be? Uh, do you know what the Marvel lineup is going to be? And what do you think they're going to cover? 
from Jessica Jones to Luke Cage to if they're going to do another Daredevil. Um, just curious. Talk to you later. On a box. Tom Grove. Yes, indeed. Good he's to a, hear from you, sir. He's a loyal. So um, there's a lot on their plate. Yeah. Well, here's here's what Jessica we know. Jones is not this year, though. No. Here, here's what we know about 2017 from Marvel Netflix. Uh, March 17th right. is the premiere of Iron Fist, which makes sense. Uh, so that's uh, next up in line. Uh, after that will be the Defenders miniseries, right? Which, which they've is, been building to. They've been building up to that, and that will include Daredevil, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Jessica right. Jones. Uh, possibly uh, some sort of nod or appearance from the Punisher there. Correct. Um, and then the fall brings us the Punisher's own series. Correct. His first season. Uh, Defenders is going to be short. I think it's six. Yeah, episodes. I don't think it's a full season. Plan. It's not yeah. a full blown season. It's it's a mini series event. Uh, and then uh, Punisher gets a full series, and then that that'll bring us into 2018, which nothing is confirmed just yet. Well, but we're we're looking at very likely another uh, we don't at least another Jessica Jones season in 2018, and I think maybe a third Daredevil. Yeah, in that so run. I don't think we know exactly what's coming in 2018. And, but, and but we know that Jessica Jones is getting another season. We know that Daredevil is getting another yeah. season. Those two have been confirmed. It's more and, hints and speculation and, about whether they'll be up in, in 2018 right. or not. And know. Luke Cage is. I don't know if it was confirmed for a second season, but it's getting a second season. Luke Cage has been confirmed for a second season, yeah. So, I mean, I'm guessing that's part of the roster, although Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if 2018 pulls back to two rather than three. Which might be a, a um, good idea. Well, and they, they tend to do two a year anyway. The they Defenders, do. Defenders is, is, a, is a, a, a sort of a, um, a wild card in I, this. I think because the Defenders was probably scheduled to happen sooner than it is. I don't think that they anticipated Daredevil... Not that they didn't anticipate Daredevil being huge, but I think the original intent was a season of the four shows and then to kick into Defenders. Right. And when they gave us Daredevil season two, because who didn't want Daredevil season two? I think the Punisher was the monkey wrench yeah. in that. And, and I think so that pushed huge. the Defenders back. Yeah. Um, so I think they want to get the Defenders storyline up and running and done. Right. Um, not, not to say that they're rushing it, but I think they think they're ready for it. And then we'll see what 2018 brings us. We know that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I think, is already, although I'm not watching, but I've heard, is already done with Ghost Rider, which yep. makes him prime real estate to pull him over to Netflix. Yep. I still think he's an appropriate fit for Netflix. Um, whether or not they're going to explore more characters outside of that, I, God only knows. I mean, there's, I still say, I still say the ones that make the most sense. Ghost Rider and Moon Knight and maybe Cloak and Dagger. And I know right. all three of those have been teased, joked, April Fool's. But the reason those April Fool's jokes for those three always work so well is because they're really logical progressions right. for that universe. I wouldn't be surprised if we see them in the future. But there is no inkling yet that any of those are happening. The, the, so. only, the only thing we know definite for certain is is the big yeah. three for this year. Right. And that's it. Um Defenders is uh, I th- think the Defenders has done shooting and now they're in post or okay. uh, or they might be they might be about to wrap that up and uh, Punisher is currently filming okay um, I just had somebody who did uh, did some extra work on that not too, too yeah. long ago so yeah. I'm not surprised by that yeah. do we know who the big bad in Punisher is yet uh, Jigsaw is showing oh up that's, for that right, one. that's yeah, right yeah which Where's, I'm super excited when about. is Bullseye showing up is he Daredevil season three I he's w- got to be right? I would bet on Bullseye for probably Daredevil season three I I think I don't think they would waste him on a defender i don't think so they want him to be i would yeah. want him to be focused on a in a daredevil season so i would assume daredevil because he's three really will get i him. mean outside of the kingpin he's really he's the, the key baddie for he's, daredevil he's the baddie he's yeah. like number one number yep. one um so yeah we'll see what happens yep, yep, yep. um one more quick thing and then i think we'll take our break because i want to save some of these other th- these other three things for segment two Okey-dokey. so um archer 
season eight and beyond is moving from FX to FXX. That doesn't surprise me. No. Um, FXX is kind of the home for the more, um, the, the even more, uh, uh, body body of the, body is of good. the already body FX lineup. Right. Um, which is where it's where, uh, always sunny is, is currently now, which, Oh, which premieres tonight. Oh, okay. New always sunny episode tonight. Uh, what's so, your name's yeah. other show just premiered too this week, didn't it? Uh, the Mick on yeah. Fox, which is it's basically D Reynolds, yeah, it's just in, in it's her own playing Fox D Reynolds, account. yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, just a different character named Mickey. Um, the the trailers looked funny, but I, I you know it's it didn't really strike me as something like I have to watch because uh, I'll just watch Always Sunny. Yeah, I heard I heard a couple people say that they thought they thought it was pretty funny, but um, I you know I don't I don't know if I'll I don't know if I'll check it out I, or not. Yet. It, it, check out that there's like red band trailers of that. The Mick show, okay, uh, where they're dropping f bombs right and left, and and really but incredibly see, bad language for Fox. So it's like, are they just going to bleep the hell out of this show? But see, or that makes me sad. Is there a, a an edited version that they're going to sh- share where where right. they're they're uh, substituting different language? But if that's the case, I don't a I don't want to watch the show, and b I don't want to watch the Red Band trailer because I'm going to watch the Red Band trailer, and then I'm going to be like, this is what I want from the show, right? And then the show isn't going to give me that, and then I'm just going to be like, oh, but it could have been. No, just right. either give it to me or don't. Maybe they're going to rerun them on FXX at some point. Well, yeah there's that or the only thing i can imagine is is they're gonna bleep these things for the actual airings on fox but you know when you see it streaming and you the dvd yeah. releases down the line and netflix releases it'll be uncensored and, and you get the uh, full effect but i i'm meh. just i'm just not into it i i meh. always sunny is is enough exactly for we just started watching the the most recent season uh is now on netflix so okay hit and, oh god i'm so far behind but uh there's some really good stuff in the uh in the new season um or the the Last season, excuse me. I think we could take our first break. Yeah. You want to take a break? Yeah, because when we come back, we have a lot of hot garbage and some toys. <laughs> so <laughs> let's uh, let's take a break. Uh, no, no game stuff this week, but uh, but uh, but that's all right. He's on break. Yeah, he's entitled. Yeah, he's I can close. do a game stuff this week. I've been playing PlayStation Four, but I'll, I'll I'll talk about that. We'll talk about when that. We come back. Yeah. Oh, okay. So with that, let's take uh, our first break on this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff episode. What are we? 436. 436. Uh, what the hell are we calling this one? Happy New Year's, because uh, ha- it is. Happy New Year's, because it is. Build the Millennium Falcon. A one-to-one replica of the original Empire Strikes Back movie prop. Working lights and stunning interior detail. Complete with a moving ramp. Build the Millennium Falcon step-by-step with your comprehensive build guides, die-cast metal, and highly detailed resin parts. Call now or go online to buildmillenniumfalcon.com and get started today. OJ, 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 OJ. I am really looking forward. To the return of that show. That and Rick and Morty, I think, are the only two shows that I really look forward to returning soon. No indication when Rick and Morty started. There was just a trailer. Wait, what? There was a trailer, wasn't there, like a week ago? I've completely missed this. Yeah, I think there was a trailer that dropped about a week ago. So, okay, so there has been an indication. (laughs) There is an indication. Did they give a date? I don't know if they gave a date. I don't remember. Well, then, Uh fuck that trailer. But I'm, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there was a trailer. Um, of course, during the break, you heard the lovely commercial for Build a Millennium Falcon. Go to buildmillenniumfalcon.com to order yours today. It is one of the best 
uh, Millennium Falcon scaled replica model kits you will ever see. That R2-D2 is coming down the pipeline next. If you want to give them a call and order that, you can. That's going to be 877-544-6779. And then, of course, General Sneezer, Grand Admiral Sneezer. <laughs> When's he be, uh, he's he's going to reach Emperor at some point he soon. Yeah? yeah, I think next year. I think I think mid twenty seventeen he gets upgraded to Emperor Sneezer, um, <laughs> and then he gets thrown off the bridge of a star destroyer. But that's we'll we'll save that for later. Episode episode eight: the lollipops are no longer a lie. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yes, Victorian Inc. in lovely Elizabeth, New Jersey, eight hundred three Bayway Ave in Elizabeth, New Jersey. You can go to victorianinc dot com. Or follow Tattoo Caesar. That's T A T T O O C E S A R on Instagram. Uh, you can go to facebook.com backslash Victorian Inc. Or you can give the shop a call 908 737 8338. We love Caesar. He is a phenomenal artist. Oh, tremendous. Hands down, through and through. So I, I can talk about this now, now that oh, Christmas right. has passed. Um, so I commissioned from Caesar. My, my brother is a is as diehard a Yankee fan as, as any one can possibly right. be he and his my entire life as long as i i have uh been able to uh to recognize these things my brother has been a yankee maniac uh for his entire life so he's uh over the years he's been getting tattoos right uh, and of various yankee themes he's got you know the yankee uh just regular yankee symbol on, on one part of his body he's got uh this uh, he's got one of those like tearing the skin away um nope that's a giant's tattoo never mind He's a New York fan. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's got a really, really nice uh, – on the other side of his calf, he's got this really nice uh, Derek Jeter, uh, you know, respect tattoo that's right. really cool looking. So he uh, he set out um, – he said a while ago he had wanted um, one of those uh, like Sugar Skull Day of the Dead uh, head uh, in, in the style of the Yankees with the Yankee uh, top ball hat cap? on nice. it. And uh, not the ball cap, but like that red, white, and blue Yankee top hat Yep, uh, that's part of their logo and all that. Um. So he gave me a very rudimentary sketch on a napkin that he took a picture of on his phone. He goes, that's the general idea of what I'm after. And it, it when I say rudimentary, it was – I think your yeah. kid might have been able to draw a slightly better one. Probably. We're, we're, not, we're not drawing artists in our, in our family. Right. Um, but he gave me a very basic one and, and I approached Caesar with it and I said, uh, you know, this is what my brother's after. Um, I'd like to commission the, the, the – actual art from you and then you know let him decide what he wants to do with that either either put it up somewhere or if he actually wants to do go for it and put it on his body um so caesar took that rudimentary sketch and made a stunning absolutely stunning version of this uh, of this sugar skull with the, Yan- the yankee head and uh, it, it defies description i mean just picture a a baseball themed sugar skull right uh day of the dead skull uh it's got you know the, the and he did baseballs for the eyes nice. they look great the, the design the intricacies of the design all around the skull itself are great and the hat is phenomenal uh it looks great and he does good sugar skull work yeah i have that sugar skull trooper helmet Yes. Print that he did. Yes, oh, yes. So good. Anyway. Fantastic. So yeah. it's right up his alley. And, and I knew, I, I, I mean, just knowing Caesar's of art, course. I, I knew it would be. Uh, so I was really excited to commission this for my brother as a, as a, uh, a gift for Christmas. And um, uh, I took it, uh, I, I bought a frame for it. So it's nice and matted and framed and, and you know, a nice little frame setup and all that. And uh, my, my, bro, my brother and I, we typically don't exchange gifts anymore. We, we've passed that point. But I really want to do something nice for him because he's, he's been so awesome uh, for all of my life sure. and, uh, and, um, you know, various events, he's been really there for, for, uh, uh, various down portions of my life. And uh, I really wanted to do something nice for him for a change. And, uh, his face, when he opened this thing, you know, jaw to the floor at like, you know, it's, it, I, I, I couldn't have asked for a better reaction. That's awesome. He actually got glassy eyed. It was perfect. 
Um, so he's really excited about this and, uh, we're going to get him up. Uh, his birthday is, uh, mid January, nice. late, late uh, January 20th is his birthday. So we're going to get him up probably for that weekend. And I think he's going to have Caesar put it on him oh, at that point. So I passed Caesar's fantastic. info along to him and everything. And, uh, we're going to go for it, but he was, he, it's exactly what he wanted. As soon as he opened it, he's like, this, this is what I pictured. Like, yeah. This is exactly what I was after. And I'm like, I knew I was commissioning the right fucking yeah. artist to help you out. So, uh, I, I can't wait to get him up here and I, and I hope it, it all works out that we can get him up here and do it. Um, you know, January sketchy because he's coming from Maryland. So right, the sketchy. Be... I see what you did there. Oh, <laughs> completely unintentional. Nice, good catch. Um, but yeah, January can be rough. Right, uh, the weather. That. So yeah. Uh, so uh, so here's hoping you know, all, all the stars align and we can get it done. Um, That's but, awesome. Uh, but yeah, th- I, I can't thank Caesar enough. It really is a beautiful piece of art, and um, I uh, I hope uh, our listeners follow suit and go uh, go see him for for art or on their body or otherwise. Otherwise, like he'll, yeah, he'll do anything. Yeah, know? he's he's a talented dude yes. and a nice guy and one of the nicest guys I know. So. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Um, and get a lollipop while you're at it. There you go. We have a couple of things we're going to talk about in, uh, in segment two. Real quick, um, I did get a PS4 this year yeah, for the Christmas. I want to talk to you about that. And um, I've been having a lot of fun playing it. I've oh, been primarily playing uh, Lego Dimensions. Um, and uh, it does everything right that Disney Infinity did does wrong Mm, that's what i've heard about i'm gonna give you one scenario and this sums up the game the other day i was playing in springfield home of the sim uh home of the simpsons right my team was gandalf doctor who scooby-doo and wild style from the lego movie (laughs) what and the villain was the joker in in Springfield. In Springfield. That is amazing. It was it's and it's such a fun game and that's on every every level it's you can use whoever you want. I mean, I had Scooby flying the TARDIS. I had Green Arrow driving the Batmobile. How how did Disney fuck that up? How, how did Disney fuck it up 3 times? I get the first time, right? right? You put it out, you tested the waters, you got all of this criticism. We don't want it just in the toy box. We want it in the game. Yeah. And then they did it two more times. And two more times and they never corrected it. And especially it. with the Star Wars release, you figured that's I the know. one to do it, right? So yeah, it's <sighs> it's such a what fun a game and uh um it's amazing and I haven't had a chance yet to play it on that I, t- I told you guys I won a TV, right, at the office. Uh, you told us. I don't know if you told the uh, the yeah. listening audience. So I won a TV <laughs> at work. This fucking guy. There was a raffle. I wasn't even at work that day, so no shenanigans went on. But I won. I was drawn, and it was a 55-inch, brand-new, nice, smart TV. And I've had it for two weeks, and I haven't been able to set it up. Uh. I never knew winning a TV would be a burden because – so the TV comes with legs instead of a stand. Does that make sense? Uh, with legs? Yeah. So you know how like uh, – like look at the the computer monitor, right? It's got that stand in the back. It's right. It's that one stand and it, that's what my other TVs in the house look like. Yeah. This TV has legs that are on almost the edges of the screen. Interesting. That might be fine depending on what your setup is. Right. But I have my I have my TV have a, in a, a corner. It's a corner yeah. unit. Right. It won't fit on the corner unit that I have because it's – it's too it's far huge. apart. It's big. It's a 55, right? So I bought a mm. bigger corner unit and I was like, this will solve the problem. Nope. That doesn't solve the problem either because it's still too big. But I have the biggest size corner unit that will fit in my corner now. So mm. I was like, well, what am I going to do? Am I going to return the TV? Am I going to put it upstairs instead of downstairs? No. What I did was – and I, I didn't know this was a thing, but now well, I know for the future. Well, I, I mean the um, the wall mounting hardware. Yeah. 
on my wall yeah, what, can what, handle the 55. So there so, you go. I'll give so it to you. You. Uh, you have that option as well. Uh, no, what I actually had to do was I had to buy – they make stands that will fit to the back of this type of TV, but right. it's a normal – Stand okay. So I had a so it so I want a fifty five inch TV, but I'm out like hundred and twenty bucks between the new entertainment center and the stand. But it's still, I'm not complaining. That's one hundred and twenty bucks for a six hundred dollar TV is a sure. is a worth worthwhile investment. But I still haven't set the thing up. I've had it for almost two weeks. Couldn't we do a uh, do like a fireplace wall mounting thing, or is that no good with the so the I heat could brick or whatever? The heat is not an issue, but my mantle is abnormally high. Okay. You don't realize it if you just look at it. Right. But if you look at normal fireplace mantles, they're normally about a foot, foot and a half lower than my TV, than my mantle. If I actually put the TV up there and it would fit, right. it would actually fit without even mounting it. It would just sit on the mantle, be perfectly fine, and I can just anchor it. Right. But if you were sitting on the couch, you'd be Ah, uh, okay. You'd be looking up at the skill ceiling almost. It's like sitting in the front row of a movie theater. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so um the stand is built. The new the, the the new entertainment center is built. The stand for the TV arrived today, so I think after we're done with this, I'll be setting up the TV today nice. and playing uh, Lego Dimensions and other games. So now, th- this new this new fifty five or is that uh, is that like a how new is it? You have like a four K thing going on with that? It is it not a four K built in or anything. It does or? not have three D. But to be quite honest with you, I'm okay with the four K content because unless you have a need for it. You don't need it. It's, yeah, it's and I don't have still I don't, very new. Yeah. I, and 3D at home is still very – I know you love it. For me, I don't know that it's – I don't I, know that um, I would use it. I dig it for the movies that, that need it. Yeah. I, I have that the uh, the converter right. that uh, switches it to uh, anaglyphic. I have the, the blue and amber lens. And I could deal. get a converter for it yeah. if I wanted to. It does the job, but it's it's not – quite sure you know it's not the movie experience right. you know so it's a little it's a little dark unfortunately you know but it, but it does the job you know if i if i really want to watch something in 3d um which i haven't done in quite some time but uh but it's there and, and it, it does the trick but uh you, when when upgrade or, or replacement time comes because tvs eventually do fizzle out right. you know we, we've had this thing for quite a few years now um i keep busting my wife i'm like you know when it breaks by accidentally falling off the wall one day, you know, yeah. we'll just have to get a new 4K one with, it, with 3D. It, in all fairness, I was saying that to my wife for a while. We were thinking about getting a new TV yeah. and we were both like, but not, neither of the ones that we have are, are broken. Yeah. So why spend you it? Can't you, know, you can't do it. it. No. But I got to tell you, both of the TVs that I have, one is 11 years old and one is 10 years old and they're still perfect. Like yeah. I have no pixelation. I have no wonky line. That's what, nothing. Yeah. Uh, any of them uh, Samsung's? One of them is one Samsung is, yeah. and one of them is LG. That's what we have. Uh, both. Both great TV yeah. makers. That well, are. LG is the new one that I just want is an LG. Nice. So, yeah. The uh, the Samsung that we've had, and we've had that for, uh, I feel like we've had it probably 10 years yeah. now. Uh, or going on 10 years. And it's, uh, yeah, not not a, uh, not a peep of any kind of problem. It's also a plasma, which tends to, uh, the, the, the is, from what I understand, the, the, the thing that will go out. Uh, before anything else will be the the lamp that lights it up in the back, be it the LED or, or whatever the whatever is. It's it's not using LED to light this one up. Um, so that that when that burns out, we're cooked. It's all over. Uh, so uh, I'm just I'm hoping that that bulb goes yeah. uh, at some point in the uh, I don't want to say relatively near future because it's not in our budget just yet. But when we have it in our budget, right? I mean, the good news is that go. prices have come down. I mean, because yeah. honestly, if I had replaced my TV on my own, I wouldn't have gone as big as forty as fifty five. Right. I probably would have gone like forty seven because I don't. I, I think I have forty three now, so right. I would have gone to like forty seven or fifty. I wouldn't have. And a forty seven inch TV now, you get for it like two hundred bucks. Oh, I mean, yeah. they're not that expensive. Nothing you can get now. one. Yeah. Um. I mean, still two hundred bucks, but I I get it. 
Um, so not, uh, not, you know, twelve hundred yeah. now. Correct. Um, uh, the only thing that concerns me is is the is three D is not really prominent. And I, whenever I happen to be in a Best Buy and just like glancing at TVs to to window shop for fun, like I, I'm not seeing three D uh, as a feature. But but still, three D material still getting put out. Like but Marvel's still putting out the three D discs. Uh, Force Awakens just released their three D well, disc. Uh, here's recently, the thing. So I think if they film it in three D, it's a no brainer to put it out on disc. You have right. it. But I I honestly think that people are. See, going to see 3D in a movie is kind of a novelty. Right. You put on the glasses, you're immersed. It's like the whole – like to me, I don't want to sit on the couch and wear glasses in my own home. Like I don't know. Something about it is weird. It's, I don't want to wear the big heavy glasses. Sure. But I, I would, I would the go little with ones, the, the, yeah. uh, I, I think it's passive or where it's just the regular polarized glasses. Not not like when they put out 3D TVs yeah. with those battery power glasses, it's a crock of shit. Right. Um, who wants all that extra hassle? But if I can just put on a simple pair of, of you know, sunglasses basically right. and – I, I enjoy getting the depth out sure. of out of especially you know, if it's a Marvel movie, uh, you know it, it, something that requires it, an Avatar, a Star Wars, whatever. Right. I, I'd love to have that that access there and with the uh, the and those glasses are lightweight. Sure. So I, I'm okay with that. I just it just concerns me that the you know the 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 equipment is not not keeping up while while they're still putting out these 3D Blu-rays and the and the, mm. the content is still there. So I, I don't understand. Why. It would seem like it's an easy thing at this point to just include with a TV anymore. Like well, that, that I, you know, it's going to get to the, it's going to get to the point where I think it's 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 um, it's standard. Yeah, it's no well, longer it's no longer buying a car like with the a, optional a four, CD player. Four K TV <laughs> you know, just comes with it. Should yeah. have the option just yeah. ready to go with it, and then uh, you know it requires these kind and of glasses or or take the ones home from the theater. At some point, they're going to pack glasses with them too. Yeah. it's going to just be a bundle. You get two pairs or something but, like that. Uh, but, I, I got to yeah. search ahead of me. Whenever our TV shits the bed, God willing, not soon. Yeah. I, I joke about it, but I, I'd rather that not happen. You know, in tonight, right? Um, but uh, you know, when we're ready to search again, I really hope we can we can find something because uh, you know I, I like the conversion. But I, I want real 3D. Sure. I, I think LG is probably going to have to be my go-to for that. They seem to be the ones that are. I like LG products, really so. sticking it out. So, and they, I, I will happily support yeah. LG. Yeah. All right, we got a couple of quick things I want to hit on. A um, couple of DC Universe things. Uh, well, let's do this Rob Liefeld thing real quick. Rob Liefeld's Extreme Universe, which is his kind of, sort of part of his comic world, but not really. Right. Is getting some sort of motion picture. Who the fuck is funding Rob Liefeld's anything for big picture, motion picture? Uh, I have no idea. It's, it's probably his Deadpool cred is yeah. really what's, what's pushing that, but I, guess, I, but I just don't know. I don't, I don't know. So that, that's look, I'm not, I'm not going to spend a half an hour bashing Rob Liefeld. I don't like the guy. I give him his accolades for creating the characters that he created that sure. we love. But outside of that, I think he's kind of become a spoiled brat, and I still don't get why he can't draw feet thirty years later. But that's that's here and there. <laughs> you think that much practice, you know, you yeah. come around to it. You but... figure it out that not everybody has yeah. shovel feet. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> All right, two quick DC things, and then I think we could probably bounce out of here this week. Um, there was a there was a, a a photo that popped up. I think it was on Twitter. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Black Adam and Superman. Today we drink like gentlemen and come together as friends. We're excited for what the future brings. And it was hashtag dangerous gentlemen, hashtag DC worlds will collide. And it's The Rock and it's uh, Henry Cable sitting there having a drink of something. Right. Um, And this caused a stir because... Is Shazam going to be part of that universe? Now, if you remember a couple months back, they were or maybe we adamant were, about it, not that it was not going it. to be. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what that means. I mean, I wonder if maybe this is like a last ditch effort or an additional effort to try to salvage that universe. Because I got to tell you, man, The Rock, The Rock can do no wrong. I, I saw that dumb movie with Kevin Hart 
what, whatever it was, the secret agent. Oh, one. right, right, yeah, right. whatever it was. It was I, I liked it on like a very base level. Like I'm not running out and buying it again, right. but I liked it. I thought it was really funny, and I'd watch it if it popped up on TV. I, I, I can't tolerate Kevin Hart, otherwise I would give that a shot for The Rock. But and yeah. I, I just saw Moana last week. And he, the, he's apparently great. He's in. amazing in it. Yeah. He's so good um, uh, playing uh, Maui. I mean, I, I really think that guy, he's the only movie he's been in that's tanked, I think, is G.I. Joe. Like, I feel like, I feel like he's through no almost, fault of his own. No, exactly. You know? I, I think he's a great, I always thought he was a great performer, even in his wrestling days. He was great. You know how to work the mic. You know how to work the crowd. He's a genuinely pretty nice guy. He, he even, this is a guy who, who managed to come out of the, of the tooth fairy. Yeah. Pretty much unscathed. Unscathed. Which is amazing. So, but but outside of The Rock being cast as Black Adam, we still have no other clue. Like, we still don't know who's playing Shazam. I know his name isn't right. actually Shazam. It's Mark, Captain Marvel, whatever. But right. we don't know who's playing the lead. We don't know. The... Well, well, it's the movie's not due until 2019, for hey, Christ's yeah, sake. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's far possibly out. Possibly earlier. So that that could lead us to believe that you know if it's that far off, maybe they will try to link it together maybe. with you know depending on how Justice League does. And I was going to say maybe they have filmed some things to to go together with this or have prepared for it. Who who yeah. even knows? I know all I know is they were adamant that it wasn't happening. Right when I first saw this tweet and this photo, I'm like they're just they're just trolling to get the fans all up in an uproar, or they're they're testing the water it's testing the water yeah. to to see what if is if there's a fan uproar saying you said it was going to be a different thing and fuck the dc universe and Brian. do the fans get mad or the fans go holy shit that would be awesome i think it kind of fell flat to be honest and it, with it you. really kind of it led ballooned a little bit yeah. like, everybody kind of gave it a big resounding eh. well i think it's still hard to get behind the shazam movie at this point again we don't know anything right. how can we be excited and if the only thing we know of the dc universe is what we have so far why would you be excited? No. Yeah. I mean, look, at this point, Batman is saying, well, Batman may not happen. We'll see. I, <laughs> I, I'm not sure about the, the, this, the stuff that Affleck has been saying. I, I, this, this also feels like a water testing, yeah. trolling sort of thing like that. Or I, I'm not sure what these statements represent. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in of a mind to sort of let that just roll off and, and kind of ignore it in a lot of ways because I, it, it almost feels like it's it almost has a, a trolling aspect to it. Well, either that or he's on really, he's calling out Warner Brothers and yeah. he's putting the pressure on him. Look, let this me make my a movie. shit show. You got one more shot. Yep. You know, because if they, if they fuck up his Batman movie, yeah. it's, I mean, well, it's over. I, it's fucking, I, over. I don't know. I, I, I think if they fuck up justice league, it's over. Well, yeah. to be honest with you, I, and so I got, and I can't believe I like. I got to this year. Af- yeah, that's this year. I, I got to think if you're Affleck, you're walking around your million dollar mansion, and every now and again, just out of the corner of your eye, you see that Geely poster, and you think to yourself, "I can't let that happen again." <laughs> <laughs> right? Like I can't. I mean, he's even he has been forgiven at this point for he Daredevil. Has. You know, but see, right? He has. Although I, I like Daredevil, I, 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 I didn't. I, I really like Daredevil. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like he has. He has skated. How many more? How many? How many more passes does he get? I mean, arguably, arguably, he was the best part of Batman versus Superman. He's, he he. To me, he's the sole reason yeah. that, that made that movie watchable. Um, I also liked Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, but she was but she was in it so few in the film. But yeah. but her contribution was 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 very good. But Affleck saved that that yeah, movie. Of course, it, it actually gave me things to to watch and 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 connect to and and enjoy in that movie. Yeah, I just um, I don't know. 
you know, I, I don't have there are lots hopes. of folks that disagree with me and, and I, and the, the movie found its fans and that's great. Uh, I'm tired of this, this, I have, I have a couple of people in my timeline that have this constant war going on about like, fuck Marvel, fuck DC. And I'm, and it makes me nuts. I just I, want I, them both to be I, good. I, I want, <laughs> I want these movies all to be yeah. winners across the board. And you know, the, and it's, the the conspiracy theories about this you know collusion amongst critics to make marvel better than dc it's it's bullshit dc is just not serving these movies well you they're, know they're, in my opinion they feel and like I, they I'm, feel like Zack snyder movies yeah and I, I, but i like Zack snyder movies and, and i'm one of the few that's like i like sucker punch and boy do i get looks for that yeah. i get looks i like for 300 that. Uh, and I really like 300. Watchmen, I think, is a phenomenal oh, that's piece of true. work. No, I you really know what? love what he did with you know that. What? You're right. I like um, Watchmen as well. Day of the, Dawn of the Dead w- yeah. was a great remake. Yeah. The Snyder is not a bad filmmaker. He's And people shit on him right and left, and it's unfortunate. You know, he's he's had things that are questionable in some of the movies he's done. But but overall, I really enjoy most of the, the body of work that he's put out there. Um, I just I, I just don't think he, in my opinion, I don't think he's he's done right by, by these characters in the, in the DC movies that he's done. It is what it is, but um, I, I, I'm just, I'm just, we, the the rivalry thing is is just ridiculous at this point. We, we everybody wins if they're successful on either end. So every geek wins. So I, when I, I told the story of I, I got to go to the DC uh, studios in right. Burbank when I was out there in LA, and I'm walking around the DC studios right, and I'm walking around. The offices of the executives. I'm walking around some of the offices of the artists, lay people that work there, marketing people that work there. And for every Superman or Batman statue you saw on a desk, right, there was at least, you know, for every three Superman, there was at least one Spider-Man. There was a there was a Wolverine. <laughs> right. They have a whole wall of Marvel comics. And I asked them, I'm like, what is going on? She's what? like, she's like. They send us stuff every week <laughs> and we send them stuff. The only people who rival over Marvel and DC are the fans. They're in the, the same companies business. themselves. They're they're You know, it's like Coke and Pepsi. Sure. They're rivals, but at the end of the day, they're just creating content. Yeah. I, I love DC. I want, I want a good Batman movie. I'm a, the biggest character I support is green arrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the CW does what Warner brothers hasn't figured out. And yet. You're, a, you're a huge advocate for, for the, for that, part of the universe the cw universe which which counts it's of DC. course it counts it certainly counts it, it, there's no point in that and there's no point in saying well marvel yeah marvel is better i will i give you marvel is better but i don't want dc to fail no i want dc to, i want a good batman want movie success, success for all of them means these stories continue and we continue to see the these, these i'd love a good grow. green lantern a good um, justice league you know if if the if the warner brothers films fall apart hard enough dc's gonna gonna eventually walk away from it saying we yep. can't do this right we're just gonna stop throwing money yeah. at it if we keep heading Emerging like this, and th- that sucks. Of course, that it fucking does. sucks. Nobody wins in that world. No. So of, of course we, we but, pull for these things to, to 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 and it just it didn't hit me. It didn't hit yeah. me as a fan, and I'm thrilled. I am thrilled that Batman versus Superman has its fan base, uh, and it, and it's a, a a vehement fan base, and that's great. But but he's up on the on the competitive yeah. angle for it. You love it, and that's great that you love it. I have significant problems with the film, yeah. and I and I'm hoping it gets better from here. Sure, from my perspective, that I can enjoy this stuff. But you know gloating and being happy that you know dc outsold marvel with with a tone of like yeah they're gonna put marvel out of business at this rate no they're fucking not exactly they're not it's not going to happen they're both they're both the definition in comics world of too big to fail 
DC and Marvel are the giants. No, none of them are going anywhere. Why are we gloating that one is outselling the other? It doesn't make anyone better than it. DC right now is telling better stories in the comic yep. universe. I that, agree with that. that. I, I, certainly a given. Yep. Do we, do we really want to gloat over that? Or no. do we want to be hopeful that Marvel kind of comes around? Civil War Two was such a shit show. Oh, yeah. Marvel. I, Civil War Two was such a shit show. I'm what gonna, the fuck I'm going to wait for it all to hit Marvel Unlimited and I'll subject myself to it. But I'm all right. not looking forward to it. I'm exhausted now. Um, hey, uh, just real quick. Yeah. The Alien Covenant trailer. Oh, my God. Yeah. We completely skipped over I that. loved it. Looks really good. It looks really good. Uh, I'm very impressed. I, as far as where they're picking up, it, it, I still don't know. This is uh, supposedly a sequel, quote unquote, to Prometheus. And where right. That up. Have you seen Prometheus? I have. You have. Yeah. So, uh, but the, the alien design that we see in the trailers are very uh, further advanced alien designs, like like what we would see in Aliens and the original Alien right. film, that the, the very humanoid uh, Giger look. And we didn't. Yeah, Prometheus sort of hinted at that at the at the very end of the, of that. But uh, I think this is the first design. full introduction of the xenomorphs. Isn't that what so, this is supposed to be? I'm guessing so. I'm just. I'm yeah. just. I, and I guess the movie will will get there. But I'm just curious how we get to that evolution of of how the, those aliens come to uh, grow. Uh, yeah. Because we because we saw a glimpse of of a xenomorph that was um, that was generated by the the union between the the giant face hugger <laughs> right. and the. Uh, uh, the the uh, the engineer right 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 uh, towards the end there so I guess that's what they look like when they come out of out of that and we've seen aliens you know uh, the facehuggers lay eggs in uh, in dogs and that right. gives you a, a different looking right alien so over there. I was gonna say that, that so, so I, the I'm xenomorphs just, that we know and love are really human facehugger hybrids I guess right yeah so so I, I'm just curious how yeah. how we get there and and you know. And in, in, in what seems like could be a very fast fashion right. that 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 concerns me a little bit, but but the trailer looks intense but and it, it's, it might uh, not be fast if it's just as simple as but this is the human version. Of, you right, know what I mean? Right. Like it might be a very simple explanation. We'll see what they do. I liked Prometheus. I'm looking forward to Covenant. I, so I, Prometheus, well, I did not hate Prometheus. No. Uh, I, I thought it was a beautiful film. I know certainly. some people hated it, but I, I liked it for it, what it was. Uh, it really was, uh, you know, really. Scott and and who he brings on board for uh, for cinematography really really have incredible eyes for uh, for shooting and and Prometheus is a, is a beautiful looking film. Yep. Yeah, does it, does it have its things that make you a little frustrated? Certainly, you know the the scientist and his approach to that one the, the uh, first appearance of the of right. the alien and yeah. the and the. Um, the, the the goop that little uh the, the, yeah whatever it was the the black ink ink stuff thing. yeah uh his reaction to that was very non scientific and kind of irritating and uh, you know there are problems along that line but overall as right. a whole it's it's a I thought it was a decent film sure I agree um so I am excited to see where he goes with uh with this I, I'm it's it's a Ridley Scott assance right because we've got and Grant he, he's uh he's not tied to it in a, in a directorial sense but the the new Blade Runner I think is uh yeah. is really shaping up to be something. Uh, potentially excellent as well. Yeah, there was so. some news about Blade Runner this past week too. Something I think they the dropped they dropped right? a new uh, a new little piece of a trailer. Yeah. Uh, I just learned today that Jared Leto is apparently uh, <sighs> uh, casting that too, which kind of turned me off a little bit because yeah. I, I just can't stand that, that guy anymore. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited. There there are so much to be excited about at the uh, for geeks at the movies this year, and, and I, I just every year my dream it's is great. as everybody just stops, takes a breath, and goes, "Holy shit!" There's a lot for us to be excited about. Let's just be excited That's about it. them. Just enjoy and, it for uh, what it and is, and enjoy what we're what we're watching, and, and be happy that this stuff is getting made. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, so. Get excited. Yes. Don't be shitty about movies anymore. Just get excited. Yeah, shitheads. And and so help me if App- Apple puts out this theater mode that there's rumored to go with <sighs> 10.3. Whatever. Don't use that either. 
to Ugh. be shitty while you're in the theater. Be shitty when you leave the theater. When exactly. I look at you. Exactly. You shitty people. Yeah, sh- shitty walk. Uh, <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I got a I got a pre-order fractured butthole. Um, <laughs> uh, I think if I pre-order it now, I get Stick of Truth for free for download. Um, so yes, that brings us to the wrap-up wow. portion. Of this week's show, episode 436. That was efficient. It was. Don't forget, you can check us out online each and every week over at uh, BigKevsGeekStuff.com, BKGeekStuff.com, Amazon.BKGeekStuff.com as well. You can give us a call over at the GVM line. Uh, 201-730-BKGS, also known as 201-730-2547. There's not a voicemail greeting there, but... uh, I mean, it says something. It says something. You're not going to hear us just yet until OG gets me the... Yeah, I got to figure that out. The stuff that I need to record something, or one of us record something. But yeah, 201-730-BKGS, uh, you are able to leave a, a message, so uh, don't be put off by not hearing our voices. Right. And um, don't forget, you can find me online, GeekStuffOG, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, PlayStation Forum, GeekStuffOG as well, if you want to add me on the PlayStation Network. Oh, uh, y- you are? I am K. Robert Marlowe on Instagram yeah. and the Twitter. Yes. And uh, Big Kev is BKGS, of course, uh, uh, across those platforms. He will be back with us hopefully next week. And uh, I know we didn't really address it during the course of the show, but obviously we were um, we were saddened. Um, by the passing of Carrie Fisher. And I didn't want to just make her a good night. I do want to acknowledge it. Yep. I think we're going to talk a little bit more about it next week because Big Kev had something he wanted to talk about. I, I think it's for the three of us to reflect on her that, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that, that's a group I conversation. Talk about this week. Um, but, but with that, that being said, we can end this episode the same way we end most episodes by saying, troll the respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music.